Broadcasting live from the Lyuna Studios, you're worth so much more on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisconsin, I mean, they're just. They're just. They're scumbags. That's what it is. That's what it is. They're just scumbags. Like, nothing I can say about Wisconsin is going to, like, fire up the matchup even more. So it's like, there already is what it is, but like, yeah, it's good. Hunter Dickinson. Na, na, hey, hey, goodbye. Let's recap Hunter Dickinson really quick. Michigan's big man. Calls the Badgers scumbags. Just heard it right there. Showed up to the Cole Center. Did you see this, Rowdy? Wearing a ski mask as they're going to steal a win from Wisconsin. Doesn't make a single shot in the second half. And Michigan then loses, I could argue, a huge game for them in the tournament chances. And falls to the Badgers, 64-59. to Hunter Dickinson. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye, scumbag. Good morning, Rowdy. <laughs> yeah, my takeaway, um, both teams needed that game. It was basically must-win for two teams on the bubble. Clearly, there's a rivalry dating back to the last game of last year with the Jawan Howard slap. <laughs> Wisconsin, in my opinion, didn't look that great. Ooh. I mean, you can just look at the 11, last minutes? 11 minutes without a freaking field hey, goal. But they went 12 of 14 from the charity but stripe. Think, think about how brutal Michigan was last night. Oh, that was terrible for Michigan. That team is so undisciplined. And I wouldn't say scumbags. I would say just douchebags. Yeah. Like Hunter Badgers Dickinson. are the scumbags, according to him. They'll be the douchebags. Everyone can laugh at Hunter Dickinson. Oh, he went 0 for 3 and didn't do anything in the second half. But then you can also sit there and go, why didn't they at least try to get him the basketball in the second half? I know. I think late in the broadcast, they're like, man, I don't remember the last time they tried to post up Hunter Dickinson. Uh, <laughs> he had zero points in the second half. Because it was working in the first half. Yeah. I, I, Juwan Howard. A lot of people got wanna, another T. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then uh, he was all riled up at the end of the game, though. You know, myself, Rowdy and Ben, we were talking like some what if scenarios, what we wanted to see happen at the end of the after the game during the handshake line. And we all want to see like a pay-per-view fight like Greg Gard versus Juwan Howard or something happened. Greg Gard, Juwan Howard, Greg Gard came into the handshake line. It was textbook. He came in. Shook his hand, didn't extend the left hand to tap him on the shoulder. No, no. Just shook the hand and then kept walking. Did you see the handshake at all? I did. This perfect handshake from Greg Gard. I did want to see some fireworks, though. But Hunter Dickinson getting booed relentlessly after all his antics was uh, exactly what I needed. I didn't need a Greg Gard, John Howard rematch, I guess. Hunter Dickinson getting his is what it's all about. Tet Rowdy. Brody. I mean, Wisconsin won 64-59. Connor Asijan, by the way, a balling, a career-high 23 points. But what in the hell? I just have to get right to it. 10 minutes and 45 seconds without hitting a single shot? You went 0 for 15 in that time? I don't even know how it's possible. Like, they did it, what, uh, seven and seven minutes and 12 seconds uh, two weeks ago against Ohio State, uh, they've gone other stre- long stretches without doing it. 
but 10 minutes and 45 seconds? Do you even understand how it's possible, Nelly? I have no clue. Well, I think there was one thing that stood out to me last night. I'm watching two teams that aren't going to be dancing in March. That was my, that was one big takeaway. Now I know Wisconsin basically stayed alive and, and Michigan is really on their deathbed now. A 31% chance Um, that Wisconsin has making the tournament. I think they said that at the broadcast, but I think last night was the coming of age of Connor Asijan and maybe the passing of the torch from Chucky Hepburn to Connor Asijan when it comes to taking more shots or taking the end of half or end of game shots. What's up with Chucky Hepburn, by the way, that guy, when's the last time he had a good game? Uh, I mean, he played pretty well in the game on Saturday, Yeah, but um, lost. They lost. And all people remember is the last couple possessions where he chucked it up and missed. Yep. 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 But yeah, I mean, Connor Asijin, there were a couple plays where he was running on screens, is cutting back screens where he was getting open. And you know what? There was a time where he was driving it to the hoop by himself. Yeah, yeah. Connor Asijin looks like their best player. Yeah, Connor Asijin's the man. Um, there was that moment in the first. And he also looks 16. I know, doesn't he? <laughs> like, he looks like such a little guy. But uh, uh, wait, till, well, what do they say in the broadcast? Wait till he grows into his man body, and he'll be really balling for the Badgers. There was a time there, what, the Badgers went on a nice little run in the in the end of the first half where Asijin hit a three, then Klesman hit a three, and then they went cold again. And then it was Michigan making a little run, well, and Michigan, Michigan right at the halftime. Michigan, the things that you got to do and you got to do right, Michigan didn't do. Like, no, what nothing. about when they had an opportunity to tie it up late and they have a shot from the free throw line and the kid clanks both of them? And yeah. the first one was like brutal, brutal bad. Like it made it made Tyler wall look all right at free throws. <laughs> Tyler wall uh, was struggling. Man, there, there's a lot of moments in this game where you're like, I don't know what I'm watching. Like, am I, am I watching a, a Mason's convention? Like, you know, so, some impromptu bricklayers out there. Uh, people want to get on how bad of a coach. Greg guard is the fire guard uh, crowd. Doesn't like Greg guard. Look at Jawan Howard. What, again, Rowdy, what you were just saying about how they did everything like that they shouldn't have done in the second half. How do you not even get the ball to Hunter Dickinson, your best player, uh, at all? He had zero points in the second half. Yeah, I mean, Michigan didn't necessarily shoot free throws that well. Again, I said they, they clanked two of them in a huge yeah. situation where you needed at least one. They didn't go back to Hunter Dickinson at all. How about all of just like the wild driving where they turned it over? Yeah. Or... I, like the the chucking up of threes. I think it was Jawan Howard's kid that was like just yeah. chucking yeah. threes, and he wasn't hitting anything. And then there's this from Jawan Howard here in Madison. It's a ten point lead for Wisconsin, and oh, of course the internet. Howard <laughs> just got teed up. There you go. He went yeah, he's going after the he's after going the the referee gets teed up. Well, also, also there was a another one where. The Wisconsin Badgers had a lot of open looks oh, and just big time. They, they couldn't hit them. They no. weren't hitting them. And Michigan wasn't closing out on the perimeter. Hell, Wisconsin out rebounded Michigan. Dude, they, I, you got all just, over the offensive glass. Wisconsin hasn't hardly out rebounded anybody. No, Wisconsin had 15 offensive rebounds. Uh, on Michigan, Michigan had eight, and then defensively is where uh, Michigan gets the nod a little bit. But offensively, the Badgers almost doubled them up on the offensive glass, grabbing boards. And at that point, it's just 
it's it's like that's hustle. Yeah, that, that's that's just being more disciplined and and it's. Juwan, if if the fire guard crowd, this is my. I go look at Juwan Howard. He's terrible. I watched these two teams, and my takeaway was, well, the Badgers don't necessarily have the consistent players and the skill. Michigan doesn't have the consistency at coach. Yeah, but they got skill of players. But they have all the recruits and stars. Isn't it crazy how uh, you know you have two programs and both are right there on the that little the bubble that bubble. And Michigan is a hundred percent on their deathbed now. And Wisconsin's got a little bit of life. I think it was from the, uh, what I heard from the broadcast is if Wisconsin, I I think it was Wisconsin. If they won that game, they would go up to a 31% chance of making the, uh, well, Wisconsin heading into that game was according to Joe Lenardi was the first four out. Yeah. Michigan was out. Now, after that game, if you go and, and look up Ken Palm, Wisconsin yeah, is sitting at 71. Oh, yeah, there they are. 71. Oof. Dayton, right, 72. Kent State, 70. That's interesting little pairing right there. I don't know, Rowdy. Top... Roughly top sixty-eight teams make the tournament. Yeah, so they're in that they're in that first four out range. So God, well, where's Michigan at now? When you were gone, when you were gone, they went one and one. They beat Penn State and they beat Nebraska. They were on lost the or lost to yeah. Nebraska. They were on the next four out going into that week and uh-huh. went one and one and somehow moved up to the first four out. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens hey, we'll after they it. play this weekend. Uh, Michigan's 52, by the way, at Ken Palm rankings. There they are uh, chilling right there. Number 52 in Wisconsin. Well, nice eye rowdy 71. So nice win. I mean, I mean, nice might be a interesting word. It keeps Wisconsin alive yeah. for another week. Yeah. I mean, when you go almost 11 minutes without scoring a single bucket, I don't know if I could call it a nice win. It was a gritty win. There we go. Gritty win for Wisconsin. Well, going into last night, Wisconsin probably had to finish four and two on the season and 10 and 10 in the Big Ten for a chance at the NCAA tournament. Well, they got the win against Michigan. Now, home at the the Kohl Center on the 18th, which that's another big game because Rutgers is scuffling right now. Lost to Nebraska at home last night. Yeah, that's... All right, so uh, Rutgers, yeah, that's on Saturday at the Kohl Center. Uh, r- real quick, we all knew it was a blackout last night, right? Like at the Kohl Center? Yeah, they put that on social media pretty much all over. Does everyone that sits, that's, you know, the boomer, the the the, uh, the morgue center, do they not have any social media at all? Was, was I mistaken? Was my TV color set off or something, Rowdy? Was there an actual blackout at the Kohl Center last night? I don't think so. The student section sure was. Uh, The people at like behind the baskets, they got the memo. But everyone else, I'm like, I thought it was supposed to be a blackout tonight. Uh, Our guy Scotty Dog on Twitch says, A Siegen's dunk was soft, but it was unexpected with the fire fire emoji. Yeah, Scotty Dog, because he's got that dog in him. Connor Siegen rules. That guy rules, dude. That guy's badass. Good game last night, I guess. It's it's hilarious that they still beat Michigan with the same uh, close to the same crap we've seen all year. How the do only, you how do you go eleven minutes without scoring? The only difference is they made they made freaking free throws. Twelve you, of fourteen down the stretch. Can you imagine how many games they could have won this season if they could make free throws? Be a lot different um, vibe right now right. for this. Uh, are they on the bubble or are they out? Bubble, Rowdy. I think. 
Hey, like, there's still a path. Yeah. If they win a bunch of games, then they have a chance. But frankly, with what this season has been, that that was my Super Bowl. And Any I'm words for Hunter lose. Dickinson? Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're still out right now. You get, you got to find four wins to end the year. They got one. Um, They must have arrested him for robbery at halftime. Dude, the ski mask thing was so dumb. He didn't show up for the second half. He did nothing. What an idiot. He's, Nothing. He, he's going to the locker room taunting everybody at halftime. The dude comes out and doesn't make a shot in the second half. He's now, a bum. To defend him, oh. they didn't run a whole lot of offense through him. They were chucking up a lot of shots. Yeah, that one kid went nuts. The lefty. Um, What did you think? Speaking of going nuts, I was hoping there would be something a little nutty at the end of the game. The handshake. Garden Juwan Howard, what do you think? Honestly, I was surprised at how many up-down shakes they did. Did you count? I had to go look at the video again. At least three or four. It wasn't just a grasp of the hand. Like, I think guard is the one who shook it. Like, guard shook that hand. Oh, yeah. he. You could. T- that was a firm handshake. Oh, you yeah. could tell guard came in and, with the authority. Guard wanted so bad to get his left arm and just tap him on the shoulder and, and say, good game. Like, he normally, he, he's normally a shoulder tap guy. Yeah. I don't know. None of that. None of that. You touch him on the shoulder. He'll kick you in the face this time. That's called assault, brother. Yeah. um, Good handshake on there. Uh, Okay. It's because Jawan Howard does not like it when Greg Gard tries to announce his dominance on him with the higher other offhand. hand assert his dominance. It's like Caesar Milan with the, the, what was that show called? Was it dog whisperer? Well, that's like, you know, if you go to shake hands and then the other person puts their hand on your hand where they got two hands on you, it's supposed to show that they're the dominant one. Or if you shake hands and I am the dominant one, my hand is like palm down and yours is palm up. I'm the dominant one. Or if you grab the elbow, cut them off. You oh, they grab, grab the, elbow. the elbow. You're supposed to be the dominant one, or you go to the shoulder. Yeah. Jawan Howard says, no, no, no. No, 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 no. What, if, what but, about the cutoff? What if someone, someone you cut them off and you like grab their fingers? I hate that. That's just a bad handshake. I make people redo handshakes. Do you ever do that? Do you ever make people redo handshakes? I'm like, that's Do sucks. I make them? No. I'm like, I'm like, let's try again. I'll do that. I'm like, no, the handshake's <laughs> terrible. Let's try again. I'll do that. Like, let's try again. And then they do the little, ah, oh, I hate it. And the worst one. Ben, are you a good handshake? Do you have a good handshake on you? Above average. You're not like a <laughs> you're not like a dead fish handshake, are you? Because that's the worst one. No. The worst is the dead the, the the dead fish and then the cutting off where you grab the fingers. Like that's the dead fish one's the worst. It's terrible. Uh line one, who's this? It's probably me. It is you. Uh, excellent. Market plunger. Market plunger, what's up, dude? Nothing. Heading heading south. Uh, going down to uh, uh, Belois, <laughs> as they would say. Yeah. Not Beloit. Um, they should fire Greg Gard. <laughs> he should have he headbutted Juwan Howard. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> fire fire Greg Gard for not asserting enough dominance. Absolutely. I would have <laughs> headbutted him in the face. <laughs> and then just stood over him, taunting him. What are you going to do? Come on. I'm here. Yeah, what are you going to do? Come on, big boy. Get up. Did Joe Krabenhoff's lurking in the back just waiting, ready to swing? <laughs> No, he played it well. And the handshake thing, people, you're judged a lot more by your handshake than you realize, especially people that matter. Like, not to say, you know, people that matter in the world. 
No, um, no, I know what you mean. The I, yeah. one way to ruin it is to have a terrible handshake. I know. Out. I hate a bad handshake. If someone gives me, know. if someone gives me a bad handshake, I'll and like I, I'll be like, let's. I will say sometimes, let's do this again. Like, I, re, I'll I like readjust. That. Yeah, I have done that. Or I've been like, man, that's weak. Yeah, I'll be like, you need to. Wow, you need to work on that. Yeah, people don't realize that though. A lot, a lot of you know, powerful people they tend to look at handshakes. It's, they just do. I yeah. mean. It's your first impression, and it's you size somebody up by that. That's why I know guard could wipe the floor of Juwan Howard. He goes in for that handshake like it's no problem, dude. He 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 asserts the dominance. Yeah, no, that was a good handshake. handshake. I, I, I was just joking about the headbutt. That was a good handshake. I mean, I would uh, I, I would have I would have paid to see a headbutt. Plus, it would out. be hard for guard to headbutt. Juwan Howard when he's given up about a foot. <laughs> he, he'd maybe have to jump. It'd be like a header in soccer. It'd be like Zidane Zidane well, in the World <laughs> Cup when he had headbutted the guy's in the chest. What he needs to do is right before they do it, one some one of the players needs to run in front of him and get down on his knees so <laughs> guard can jump off of him and headbutt him. You know, the like flying headbutt. Like, like 36 chambers or drunken monks. Yeah, d- yes, dude. Yes. It's, that uh, been, it's like a I torpedo in the air. Yeah, a, a guard torpedo. <laughs> a bunch of sh- a shiny head coming at you. Oh, hey, Market Plunger, um, I know you got some strong opinions. Aaron Rodgers is going to go four days of darkness at the end of the week, whenever that is, uh, according to him. Uh, what do you think for, to simulate DMT as well? Um, you can do it through deep meditation, too. What do you think of the Aaron Rodgers saga uh, as it I unfolds? Got, look, look, man, I got no problem with it. I, I You know, people, it's funny, like, it, it was some guy, some, put, some football player was like, man, it's so weird. And then I know for a fact that he's a very, very, very Christian man. And don't tell me that's weird when you're practicing cannibalism in church, man. <laughs> so, you know, not to say any of it's weird. Who cares? You know what I mean? Well, I mean yeah. It's your perspective. I, I think a lot of a lot of major religions do weird things, but I don't have a problem with it. I say, look, if, if whatever makes you happy and comfortable and makes you, gives you purpose, do it. You're a live like, and let live kind of man. I'm not going to tell you, you know, and I'm not even going to, even gonna like uh, it, uh, like none of nothing's weird to me anymore. I've seen it all. I just look to each their own. That's, really. why, you got, that's why you got gray hair at a young age. You've seen it all. You know, it's, I have it warped yeah. you, warped your. But, but yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. People are just more accepting of 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 people's quirks and whatever their beliefs are. We, we'd be a lot better off in this world. Totally. And I want to go. If I want to go sit four days in darkness, by God, I'm going to do it. And I don't really give yeah. a crap what people think. So. Simulating DMT, I'm all about. I but it, it's. It's much quicker to just take it. Yeah. In totally. and out in like a half hour. You're yeah, fine. if that. I mean, it's like 15 minutes. So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark and you the man. Scumbags. Scumbags. Hunter Dickinson wore a ski mask into the Cole Center last night to steal a win. What happened? The Patriots won. Hunter Dickinson at zero points or from the field in the second half. Who's the scumbag? Well, Rowdy, he's not a scumbag. He's a what? He's a D-bag. He's a douchebag. A douchebag. Hey, Michigan man. Polly. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I think Hunter Dickinson's a douchebag, too, and he better be a fifth-year senior because I tell you what, he, he's not playing in the NBA. And you're a Michigan man. I am. And you know what? Here's the thing. He, he's been in conversation for National Player of the Year, like, a couple times, like, mm-hmm. for real. Like, he, he was good, but he's a, he's a D-bag. Yeah. Anyhow, I just wanted to give Corey from Marshall props because I thought his call was badass. Hell yeah. Got, got me all amped up because, you know, 
We built this country. Us. Hell yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. These people people who, quote unquote, run the show are a bunch of a-holes in a club. George Carlin said it best. It's a club, and we're not in it. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Exactly. It's the American dream for a reason, because you got to be asleep. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so... All I'm saying is that was a great call, and there should definitely be like, why are we giving this jag? Why are we giving this guy money that we paid that we paid in? Why are we not getting it back? Why are we giving it to him? Are the Brewers such a national, sorry, statewide treasure that we you can't afford to lose them? Uh, well, I would. Sure, I, I, I'm I don't sure you wanna... lost the baseball team before. Right, and you got another one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh God, could you imagine so, if they moved? There would be man, that would be a sad, sad day though. Oofta. Who would take them? Oh, dude, I mean, Las Vegas is looking for a baseball team. Uh, Corey did mention Nashville, which Nashville. would probably be a, a a good city. And there's there always Montreal chirping around. Yeah, there's always going to be the, people the, the championing for that. <laughs> hey, the Springfield Isotopes uh, don't sleep on Shelbyville though. They got a good squad this year, so we better be careful. <laughs> Well, uh, line two, good morning. Uh, this is Bandwagon uh, Marquette <laughs> Pete. Bandwagon Marquette Pete, good morning. How are we doing? Yeah, but I, I don't want to talk about um, college basketball because it, it's really bad. I mean, it, you know, if, if, you can, if you guys can consider Wisconsin, you know, uh, a decent basketball team, well, then like, college basketball is, is, is beyond saving. I want... <laughs> I want to talk about three hundred million dollars going to uh, that skin flint miserly uh, <laughs> POS who owns the the Brewers. Yeah, but, you know? uh, you're speaking my language, and I know Rowdy's the Rowdy's ears are a little perked up right now. What's uh, let's do it, Pete? Let's go. I mean, I, you know, I well, I, I, I you know, I, I'm. Oh, Dave from Monona probably doesn't know this, but I'm a liberal Democrat, and and I don't have any problem with uh, you know public money being given for good work, but but not three hundred million dollars for some for well basically for a, a fancy place for people suburban uh, people from Milwaukee to come to party. I mean, you know, and and uh, Ben's Ben's boss. You know, and in the afternoon says it's a no brainer to give him the money. Yes, it is a brainer. That guy, that guy is so cheap that he won't pay his, his, you know, top attraction, the best ball player. And they're going to give him $300 million with no strings. That money would be better spent. Use this toilet paper. Matter of fact, I, you know, that would, that would be a, a better, uh, use of it. And the idea that you give them that money with no strings attached. It's just that that's just sickening. Yes, uh, Pete. Pete, Rowdy's had something Pete, to say. I've yeah. done. I've done the math, and if we take that exact amount of money and we pay every single person in the state that's eighteen or older, each one of us would receive a check of seventeen fifty. I would much rather take my seventeen fifty and spend it how I please than give it to Ananasio and this freaking brewer. One thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Yes, I would love to have that in my pocket. Pete. Oh, it's one thousand seven hundred fifty. Oh, yeah. yeah. For, but, for, but for everyone over eighteen. About, 
Pardon me? I'm sorry. That's if you take the $290 million and divide it by the number, it was roughly 4 million people that were 18-plus in the state. So that, that's the money from the $7 billion surplus that Evers is going to give to the brewers was $290 million, was it, Rowdy? Correct. Yeah. Rowdy did the math. For everyone over 18, around 4 million people, we all get $1,750. And then we can all use it for toilet paper rather than <laughs> give it to him. So, yeah. The thing about it that bothers me so much is that, you know, if you're going to give the guy money, then you should say, okay, when, when you sell the team, then, you know, we get a cut of it, we meaning the taxpayers. Yeah. And also, you have to uh, uh, agree to the, uh, a certain uh, payroll, you know, uh, like yes, maybe Pete, the yes, uh, top yes. half of the yes, league. Yes, I've never agreed with you more, Pete. Uh, so, like, the only th- uh, what's the, in exchange for the money, the brewers have to agree to extend their lease for, uh, by 13 years through 2043 in i mean that surplus is our money we should say if you're getting 290 million you have to commit x amount to actually improving the roster and bringing in players I mean, it just, you know, it really, he bought that, he bought that team for 100 million in cash and then, uh, assume they're dead. Uh, and I looked this up yesterday. It's worth $1.2 billion. Yeah. He can afford, he can afford to, you know, build up his own plant. We could, you know, or, or if I was some other business in, in, in Milwaukee, I'd say, where's my check? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, do. Pete, you know, when he's going to spend money. It's going to be in two years once the guys that are currently kind of the glue on the roster right now are already signed by other teams. They'll go poach like those 32-year-olds, <laughs> pay a little bit more just so the team stays around 75 to 85 wins. Competitive but not a playoff team until the next crop of young guys come up. And then we'll just be in purgatory. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. every. It's, it's a cycle, Pete, for the Brewers, and it's so nauseating. Oh, well. Uh, Bill Michaels, it is an, it's not a no-brainer. I just, Pete, I have never agreed with you more on something right now. This is okay. Well, take care. Have a good day. <laughs> see you, Pete. See you, Pete. <laughs> Quit while you're at. Don't let anybody say no to you. I love Pete. Pete's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's. Listen, what would you rather have? Um, the Brewers, Mark Adonazzi, a free reign of two hundred ninety million dollars to basically grease the wheels of the retractable roof and put it in his pocket to sign a lease for thirteen more years, or say you have to commit a certain amount to improving the roster or would you pick the third option 4 million Americans around roughly in Wisconsin 18 or older gets $1,750 in their pockets without the Brewers taking the money I want the money in my pocket Rowdy I'll take the money if I decide to go to a Brewer game I can spend some of it there my second option would be invest in the roster my option is to have the Brewers make an appearance in the World Series and lose so you would listen to the Wisco Sports Show and then yep. say improve the roster with that yep. money. I'd rather have them <laughs> make it and lose than have dollars in my pocket. It's it's because at least I can say they made it. All right, so uh, Pete brought up a good point. He's like, all right, so you're giving this guy a check, two hundred ninety million dollars, when you're just going to have it's some upkeep for American Family Field, yada yada yada. What happens if the dude pockets and then sells the team? Well, that's that's why I said. When I did did the math, if you took the entire surplus that the state had and gave it back to all of the people, and I could only find numbers for 18 plus, not people that worked, but 18 plus, it's $1,750 check per person that's 18 years or older. Or even if you just take it into the percentage that they were going to give the brewers, it was still like a a check of over like 70 some bucks. Yeah. Again, 
If I want to go to a game for 70-some bucks, I'll go to a game. But I'd rather have my money. I'd rather have especially my for, money as well. Especially for a, you know, a team with an owner that says, yeah, we're going to spend and do all this. And then they finally get to the point where it's really put your money where your mouth is, and it's nowhere to be seen. And then there's this. The Brewers have took Corbin Burns to arbitration because Corbin Burns asked for $10.75 million. He asked for a $6.55 million raise. The Brewers argued, no, 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 no. We'll give you $10.01 million. They're going to arbitration over $740,000. Yeah, Corbin Burns will not be a Milwaukee Brewer by the end of the 2024 season. So He might not be a Brewer by the end I mean, of this season. Yeah, depending on how... I mean, <laughs> would it surprise me if Corbin Burns was traded tomorrow? No. No. But there, I'll guarantee you this, he won't be on the roster post... July of 2024. Yeah. Burns, 2021 Cy Young winner, right? Uh, after leading the major leagues with a 2.43 ERA, went 11 and 5 for the crew. Get rid of him. Five league, uh, five year major league veteran. Burns, 35 and 19 with an ERA of 3.21. He is eligible for free agency after the 2024 World Series. Get him out of here. The Brewers, who Corbin Burns brought them a Cy Young, incredible performances on the mound, are saying. We can't give you $740,000 for that raise you asked for. we got to take you to arbitration. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for us? Well, and the thing with Corbin Burns is he was minor league pitcher of the year before, obviously before he was brought up where he was a young, extremely young pitcher brought up in 2018 where they used him in the bullpen in that first real year where the Milwaukee Brewers kind of announced that this group was here and ready to compete. I believe was it 2000 I think it was 2017 he won minor league pitcher of the year I think it was for the Brewers 2018 pitches out of the bullpen makes spot starts for the team that went to the NLCS 2019 thrusted into the starting rotation probably a little earlier than maybe should have been has that blow up year sent down back to triple a and then even down to double a yeah. comes back in 2020 after the pitching the lab pitching lab should have been finishing in the top five of Cy Young in 2020, but because Milwaukee Brewers are the Milwaukee Brewers, they, they, I think he came up one or two outs short of being eligible for the Cy Young award because of how they babied him. And then in 2021 wins the award. Yep. And then in 2022 finishes in the top five again for the award. So basically the last three seasons, he's been a top five pitcher in the NL. What's the going rate for a top pitcher right now, Rowdy? Uh, Corbin Burns on the open market could probably get nearly three times what he's asking in arbitration. And the Brewers won't give him seven hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, his Correct. his market value is is probably thirty to thirty five million per year right now. So your guy Thick Cheddar, who is a fun phenom at the forty yard dash, says Scherzer and Degrom make about forty mil a year, and we can't get Burns to eleven million. Mid Milwaukee at its finest. And my guy B Rail up in Eau Claire, the Cubs basically pay double that for those numbers of pitchers. For pitchers. Man. Burns says, Can I get a raise? I'm like, oh yeah, what are you thinking, dude? Well, uh, $6.55 million. I was thinking, you know, uh, I'd like a raise to probably about 10.75. Like, ooh, ooh, we were hoping you'd ask for a couple thousand dollars yeah. on a bag of balls. Could you do 10.1? Yeah, could you? Could actually, man, I don't think we can swing that. Uh, we're going to give you $10 million. Is it okay if we do 740000 less? 
just don't got it in our pockets, okay? Now, one like, one did you thing just get thirty the, million dollars from Disney? One thing about the Scherzer deal, though, those are those are short term deals. Like, obviously, Corbin Burns and how old he is, he's going to want to sign long term deals yeah. at this age for a lot of money. But yeah, his his market value is probably easy <laughs> oh, thirty oh, oh. to okay? thirty five million. Where Scherzer's short term is is obviously higher because it's a yeah. Wrong, Wait, but still, pipe. you're you're mm. roughly twenty million dollars off of where your current market value would be. But because that's the rules, the Brewers can do this. Damn the rules. But as an organization, if you want your player to be happy and you want your player to potentially sign with you, I don't think you do this. And I don't know if Burns and his camp, who have said many times, we He's haven't heard be a brewer. anything from the Brewers on their side besides yeah. now taking the arbitration. Uh, are they deciding today, you said? Yeah. Yeah, today yeah, is, the, the, is the, the arbitration day. from yeah. the arbiter. He's not going to be a brewer. He will not. He might not be a brewer in 2024. He, I guarantee you, he won't be a brewer in 2025. Yeah. And you know what? My worst nightmare is. It's not the Dodgers. It's not the Yankees because they sign Uh-oh. the big guys all the time. It's the Cubs who have a lot of money, and yeah, they spent some this year, but not as much as they could have. So our, our guy J. A. Krebs says Brewers are just taking advantage of the situation. They clearly know they're never going to sign him long term. That's the Milwaukee Brewers in a nutshell. My retort would be to the Milwaukee Brewers, if that was the case, would be, then who are you going to sign? Like, who who is really worth signing? Yeah, I mean, do you want the proven guy who's won you with Cy Young, who's been a top five pitcher a couple years, uh, is your ace, a guy you know who is can get it done, or do you want to go out to the great unknown? And, I don't know, get someone like, that's like 32 from Korea. This isn't rocket science, and you don't actually have to be that smart or know that much about baseball to just watch the Brewers and say, well, some of the best players on their team that maybe would be worth building around would be Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Josh Hader, and Willie Adamas. Well, the, like, Bre- the Brewers that, showed you who they were yeah, with Josh Hader. If you have watched this team the last two or three years, everyone would know that those are probably the top four that make sense with where they're at in age, how much they're actually valued on the open market that those would be probably the the top four guys on the roster that you'd want to build around. One gets traded. Two out of the other three have not had any discussions with their camp and the Brewers camp. And the third one said, yeah, we just kind of started talking, but it's nothing serious. <laughs> and and by the way, in that order, Brandon Woodruff is the one I'm referring to that has yeah. kind of had preliminary talks, but he's like, yeah, it's nothing serious. He's the last one out of that group that I would have signed long term, <laughs> just based on age and where they're at. Uh, like I think Cheddar comes back and says, I think we need to pivot as Milwaukee Brewers fans. Yelling at management for not spending? No, no, no. We should start cheering for how cheap we are. Could be more fun celebrating us cheating our top ace out of $700,000. Well, this is the thing like, that I <laughs> We did it! We did it! We cheated him out of 700000 This is like, that. the thing that I chuckle about you want to like, you want to raise for inflation not mm, happening mm. you want eggs not happening milk not no. happening when pete when pete called in it's like no this team wants to stay somewhat relevant so they still get people going through the turnstiles they still get more people showing up to drink the beer to eat the food yeah. they want to be around 80 to 85 wins every single year because it keeps you into it for the six months right yeah, yeah. maybe the last few weeks of the season you see five to ten thousand people in the stands but they already basically got their nut for the first five and a half months 
they want to stay relevant and you know, once this group moves on, they'll have some of the young guns. They had, their farm system's becoming decently good. Yeah. They have some real pieces down there. Those next kids will come up. They'll be decent. They'll add some old timers like the old Jeff Supon type signings. <laughs> Rowdy, it's having a good day. But that's the thing. It's like <laughs> they will stay relevant and spend enough money to still compete to that level, but they're never actually saying we want to win 100 games. Here's what you know the Brewers will really be um, digging deep in their fans' pockets is when they say you can't tailgate anymore. You get to that parking lot, you got to get your ass into American Family Field. You shut your mouth. You park, we'll give you a 10-minute window to drink some beers, and you get your ass in there or you get your ass out. you got to be in there by the third yeah, inning, oh yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you should be able also, to party. All, all, yeah. you, could, you could say there's a party the whole time. Yeah. Also, you better get in there by third inning or you're done, son. What, no, they're also telling you, you know, how you have to get tickets and how you have to pay for stuff. Yeah. Like you have to use a card now. These days. Yeah. You have to use like the paperless tickets. I don't oh, think yeah. they do any of the print tickets. And I don't know if I've ever seen people in the last few years go to the ticket box office and receive stubs. Do you know the I, new thing to do? I saw year? some people that went to the ticket box office and, and get emails sent to them so that they go. could pull up an email and walk in. Yeah. Do you know what they're doing new this year? What's that? Every fan, when they come in, after you get patted down to security, it's a kick in the nuts. It's one line now. You have to kiss Mark Adonazio's hand as you walk in. You have to bow down on one knee and kiss what if, his hand. What if I don't. Oh, I thought what it was. They get kicked out. Oh. I thought it was goodwill. Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> it's where you can put your change. It's like the Salvation Army, yeah. except it's someone else. It's, they got like ushers ringing bells. To they're, they're Venmo's posted. You got to scan <laughs> it. Oh, sorry. You can't, it's cashless. It's cashless. Yeah. Cashless. You gotta, yeah oh, yeah. No, well, you got to here. We ran the Milwaukee Brewers goodwill for six months, and it turns out for the next season, we collected. Six and a half million dollars from fans. We'll put that towards getting another one. There's, my there's two lines. The one line is the collection plate. The other line is you got to bow down and so kiss Mark hand. You're going to choose which one you want to do. The 50-50 is going to change from uh, the Milwaukee Brewers 90, charity to the Milwaukee Brewers. So it's just 90-10. Yeah. 90 goes hey, to the Brewers. Goes the, fun. Yeah. We got a 90-10 going on today. <laughs> Who wants to get in the 90-10? 10% of the pot. All right, let's go to the phone. Good morning. Who's this? Boys, I thought I had it rough being a Bears fan. Uh, really, seriously, like the Brewers are pathetic. Like, who? I I like the Cheddar's approach. I think you got to embrace it now. Yeah. Uh, well, here's what I think, right? Like Burns and and I I messaged you this. I don't know if you've seen it yet, mm. but what's going to happen is oh, he's going to sign for the Cubs and he's going <laughs> to haunt the Brewers for years. years. Would not probably surprise would, me. Probably win two more Cy Youngs. I'll laugh the whole time. But but <laughs> for so, for, so for uh. For Mark uh, Anastasio, close enough. Potato, potato. Yep. Um, anyhow, he might as well take his tiny micro penis out nope. and drag okay. his mini balls across Corbin Burns' face because for seven hundred thousand dollars, like <sighs> sounds like he's already done that. Hey, and by <laughs> the way, it's not the size of the bullet, Polly. It's how you row it. Okay. Yeah, I he, mean, he, I know you know. Yeah. They love girth, baby. Polly, we love um, you. Hey, uh, but seriously, though, I, I, I can't believe they would underpay, like, a guy that won a Cy Young. Yeah, we'll find there out are, the uh, the ruling today, hopefully before 10 o'clock, but I doubt it. Rowdy's 100% right, man. Like, I, there's no way, no way, no way. You, you, he's worth, he's, if sure, all these other pitchers, they're worth $20, 30 $40 million. 
he's worth every penny of the eleven million dollars he wants. Polly, yeah. yeah. you're worth every penny too. Good luck on the switcheroo. Later, boys. Well, and that's why it feels like if you if you were actually thinking about signing him long term and you wanted to be on you know good relationship with the guy, you'd be like, oh. Ten point seven five million or whatever it is. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Again, seven hundred and forty thousand dollars more, and you've been one of the better pitchers in the league. All right, cool. But Damn. now you're gonna fight over it when he's already on a massive deal for you from yeah. what he actually is worth. Oh my god. Hey. All right, we'll come back. Which line would you guys choose? The Brewers collection plate line or the bow down and kiss Mark down out of his hand line? You have to choose one. I guess I'll kiss the hand because then I don't have to pay. Rowdy? You don't have I'll to. Be, your I'll lips don't have to touch it. I'll begrudgingly throw some money in the plate because I will never bow down and kiss another man's hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a. I, we didn't set a mo- monetary value. No. I could venom on one, one penny. Penny for all your thoughts. Well, if that's the case, I'll go. Right, you, yeah, you, you, you I'll co- switch. You come in. I didn't know the minimum. Yeah, I don't. I don't. There probably would be a minimum, but right now we didn't set yeah. it up that way. Okay. So. He's got a proposal. I heard Corey and Marshall. Our guy Corey. What's up, Corey? Good morning, fellas. Yeah, real quick proposal. I've been kind of uh, thinking on this when we were discussing uh, the ponytail wanting two hundred ninety million dollars from the taxpayers. We can all oh, agree that's pretty much. Yep, it's pretty much important that. Uh, you know, we're not giving a third of a billion dollars to a, to a guy that's got a billion dollars already with no strings attached. So we're all in agreement on that, except the one fellow on Twitch, the kinger that thinks baseball is going to go away if we just don't shovel off a quarter billion dollars to a guy from L.A. The but king is okay. also, Some he also is anti-switcheroo, so he doesn't like the that's switcheroo. Okay. Either, yeah. So let me get to my proposal real <laughs> yes, quick. Yes, please, please. So I would say this. Antonasio has to go back. Fry open his wallet. He comes up with half that money. So I'm going to give a color proposal to move beyond the, the completely nuts one that they thought about. <laughs> but it comes with conditions. We'll, we'll match his donation, right? But they have to keep their payroll at a minimum of like 85% or so of the league average from the last Ooh. five to seven years, one. Two, or they've got to be at least a certain number of games above 500 every year. And then every year that that's not happening, he has to then donate another $10 million. Like, the amount keeps going down every year, oh. basically, as you move forward. Corey, so like, I like it a he lot. Has to have some skin in the, he has to have some skin in the if, – if. The big thing is if. This is the only way to, like, they think that they're going to keep him around, which I think that's a bunch of BS, personally. This is more just, like, a theoretical, like, context here. Yeah. But, like, you know – what I'm saying is that, like, if this really comes down to brass tacks, we're like, we're going to move the stadium to, we're going to Nashville if you don't give us Montreal. $300 million uh, yeah, if, of your Vegas. of your money. Vegas. And we're, or we're going to move it. And the main thing is that what's so important about it, that that initial concept is, is that I'm going to shout here, it's our effing money. <laughs> our money. That's right. You tell them, Corey. Okay? That's my money. It's our effing money. It's my money. I had to church it up. Thank if you we were at the bar, I would be screaming about that. But they so reached into your proposal. Corey. They reached into your pockets and took your money out. Well, it's, not, it's even worse than that. They reached, they bent you over, yeah. then reached into your pockets, and then bent you over again. Yeah, give me a break. No Vaseline. Ice Cube wrote a song about it. We're out of here with this BS two hundred ninety million dollars. Tell him, Corey. To a ponytail. Tell him. Tell him. That won't freaking give us any money. That won't even pay any money for 
Corbin Burns, Hell the guy yeah. that had a Cy Young Award winner. Woo. Get out of here with that. BM. That's the other thing, Corey. It's like when you when you overtax yeah. us, we never get the money back. It just goes to something else, like a Milwaukee Brewers or insert whatever here. But if I don't pay enough. I'm going to see what it looks like to be inside of the, the bars yeah. in the prison. Yeah, exactly. Your ass will be in the jail cell. On yeah. an off, you'll just get another tax right off, basically, what it boils down to. Got it. Got yeah. Get me fired <laughs> up. <cold. laughs> <laughs> hey. Coffee got me fired up, evil. That's what I'm talking about. But you're like Robin Hood, Corey. Stealing from the rich and give to the poor. Except we just want to beat the rich. Well, it's they, not even that. It's then more like, okay... If you want to have a partnership here, let's have a real partnership. This isn't going to be just a one-way deal where we're the cows and you're milking us for money every year. All right? We get, we're, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't even yeah. anymore. Here's, I got to go into work. Yeah. All right. All right. You calm, take a couple deep breaths. I got to calm down. And then remember the man's still going to bend you over constantly. Goosebaba. Well, just, Corey, the, the man will always bend you over. Just relax. Just relax. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show. We have not talked to any Rodgers today besides asking some offhand funny comments. But Rodgers, uh, he said that, Rowdy, 18 years, a long time. He was talking to Pat McAfee about this. 18 years in one place is a long time. Green Bay will forever be home for Aaron Rodgers. That was like the last thing he said before he uh, was dipping out to go. Uh, he wasn't specific on what day. He said, end of the week. Is when he'll go for the four days. I just love that we talk about this. The four days of darkness is when Aaron Rodgers will go. Uh, he also said that Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport don't know bleep about him. So it was the shot of those guys. And then um, he also talked about the uh, the balloons that have been floating around and being shot down. Rodgers then talked also about the um, Jeffrey Epstein client list that was going to be released soon. Allegedly, and uh, just a couple other things here, and they talk a little about aliens, and it was really nothing too crazy. It was just you know, uh, Pat McAfee signing off. He's going on vacation. Rogers going on four days of darkness. So I mean, there really wasn't anything nuts. But a lot of people, um, and, and we don't really like let the dude live his life. Who really gives a crap? But I saw this. I just Googled Aaron Rodgers this morning. I used to be a really big fan of Rolling Stone magazine, like when it was a magazine. And they did just music. I typed in Aaron Rodgers this morning. And a lot of people are like, oh, people don't hate Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers brings it upon himself. Aaron Rodgers is a drama queen. Aaron Rodgers, he's the one out there, you know, having people wanting all the attention. Well, I Googled Aaron Rodgers. First thing that pops up, and I'll I'll read a couple clips or quirks from this, and you'll probably laugh at this. Uh, this This is the vibe on mainstream media about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's see here. Aaron Rodgers, the proud anti-vaxxer who rallied against the woke mob coming to cancel him, insists he's not a conspiracy theorist, only a free thinker, but then reliance himself with far right-wing activists to talk about the UFOs being a manufactured ploy to distract the public. That's, that's one of the first, art, first paragraphs, Rowdy, in this Rolling Stone article about Aaron Rodgers. They are now uh, positioning him with far right wingers because he wondered about the balloons that have been floating around the nation. Rowdy, do you think that uh, the balloons floating around, no matter what walk of life you're from, you'd be wondering about it? Or is that just me? <laughs> like, 
Well, well you what, know, what, wouldn't anyone be wondering they, about it? You know that they have been flying around for years and years now. Yeah. They just never told the president the last time. Well, I, I'm just envisioning this. Wouldn't anyone from any walk of life be wondering why there's giant satellites on balloons floating around? But if you do, now you're aligned with far right wing conspiracy theorists, according to Rolling Stone. Oh, okay. All right. The next thing, Roger, the, the, here. Uh, Rogers said, quote, did you hear about the Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein client list about to be released? He said, there's some files that have names on there that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. And he said, uh, Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's you know, right hand woman was the only person ever convicted of trafficking and no one who was involved in trafficking ever went to jail. So there's nothing to see here. They then go on to say that Rogers again aligns himself with far right wingers wondering the ulterior motives behind Jeffrey Epstein and the client list. Rowdy, again, if someone who is a big wig in politics, pop culture, Hollywood, etc., was literally, they say, killed himself in prison while on suicide watch with a list of high-profile people, would that would you wonder about that, or does that make you apparently a right-wing conspiracy theorist? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't, wouldn't anyone from any walk of life wonder aloud about that? Or am I wrong in thinking that? Well, I mean, you've lived through 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, yeah. 21, 22, and into 23. Yeah. If you basically just disagree with whatever the media's narrative is, you are right-wing, homophobic, uh, transphobic, I guess, now these days. Um, well, we, uh, xenophobic. You're everything. I, I'm just, you just curious have to like, disagree with them. I'm just curious. Like you see balloons floating around. You have a huge client list uh, of a guy who was apparently quote unquote killed himself in in prison while on suicide watch. Why does you automatically be pigeonholed as one type? Wasn't wasn't everyone wondering about this? And then the Rolling Stone article goes on to, and this is the the richest of it all. They go on to compare Aaron Rodgers to Marjorie Taylor Greene. They go on to compare Aaron Rodgers to MTG, the Marjorie Taylor Greene. The, the, the rest of the article is trying to just bash Aaron Rodgers on how he aligns himself with with, with right-wing conspiracy. It is a wild article, and people wonder, you know, Rodgers is the drama queen. Rodgers is the one that brings us upon himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the crazy one. All right, line one. Good morning. Who's this? Exactly. Hey, Kylan Stoughton, what's up, man? What's up, brother? You know, the last couple of weeks, there has been just so much hatred toward Aaron Rodgers. And maybe some of it's granted, maybe it's not. But I'll tell you what, man. This guy gave us 18 great years of football. Yeah, he's on his downside of his career. I just don't get the hate and all this made-up crap about this guy. It's insane. I'm it's sorry. insane, dude. It's, it's insane. It's, it, you know, it's wild. It's so wild. He's different. Yeah, so what? Let him live his life. You know, people just have so much free time on their hands, they got to dabble in Aaron Rodgers' life and worry about what he's doing. Who gives a crap? <laughs> I know, it's he's so wild. He's a football player. Let it, the this, dude be. This literally was the first article that popped up when I just typed in Aaron Rodgers into Google. I was like, Aaron Rodgers, this first thing that popped up, I read it. I was like, this is the biggest piece of trash that I've ever oh. read. Like, it's insane. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I'll credit most of this stuff to social media and, and all the, the upper 
uh, ESPNs and all that garbage that they just have hatred toward the guy. They just spread crap like wildfire. Oh yeah, and it's disgusting. Yeah, as for I mean, it's, it's the clicks it, and the likes and the retweets and the, yeah. and just all all the negative stuff that I was hearing from a, a show after yours last week on Radio Row about Aaron Rodgers just drives me crazy, dude. I just I don't get it. But let's change subjects here and go to the Badgers. Oh, what big a hell win. of a win last night. Big hell win. of a win. You know, that that was the team that started the season. You know, we got to finish games, period. Uh, the, and how about this? They win without scoring a bucket for 11 minutes. <laughs> I mean, and, they and went 12 of 14 from the charity stripe, but wow. The next game, I'm going to keep track on how many freaking layups they missed. <laughs> It's a lot. Uh, Guard had something to say about that. Here, here, Kyle, listen to this. I'm going to play just the first part. I told the team we're going to have first thing Thursday because we have tomorrow off is we're going to start with layup practice. But they responded. (laughs) There you go. So I just play that part. We're going to start with layup practice. Layups and free throws. If a Seijin didn't make it to the charity stripe last night, we don't win that game. Kyle, you're the man, brother. Have a great day, boys. See you on me. E-boy, it's Gavin. What's up, brother? Gavin, the man. What's happening, dude? What's good? Dude, I was calling in real quick to talk Rogers, and then we're talking about Z and the D dropping some heaters in an RV. I'm not sure where to go with this, man. <laughs> I, I always thought you don't drop the heater in the RV. Like, you, you, you save that for elsewhere, but that that was always my rule of the road, but who knows. Never, never travel in an RV, but I would think that would be common uh, courtesy, evil. <laughs> Number one only. But, yes, Rogers, Aaron Rogers. Yeah, what are you guys, how are you guys feeling about that? I, you know, I'm, like... I'm pretty split down the middle, Ebo, but usually when I'm not sure, I follow Vegas. They they usually know better than we do. I see the Packers aren't the favorites to get get Rodgers. I, I was thinking he's coming back. I want one more year of Rodgers. I was thinking he's coming back, but the more I – I think he's I think he's going to play for another team. I think Rodgers – How are you feeling about it, Nelly? What do you think, brother? If you would have asked me right after the season, I was 90-10, he'd be the quarterback next year. Then you really start digging into the, the salary cap and where they're sitting with other contracts and – blah, 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 blah. You're looking at all the other teams and, and where they would rate. I think at best it's 50-50 if he's the quarterback next year. And in general, it makes sense for this to be the year to move on. But if they if they don't, I think this is the last year that they can win a Super Bowl with this team. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It feels like it's just a lot of posturing at this point. Yeah. Ebo, to, to your, uh, your deal with the Rolling Stone. Brother, you know it all goes back to the vaccine. Oh, man. and 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 yeah, it was a little controversial with with Rogers before that, but you know it, everything's divided and and the stance he took on everything. And listen, Ebo, good for him, man. I I know a lot of people who took it and regret it. But guys, I got a question for you. Do you know anybody that didn't take it and regrets it? I don't. Like I don't know anyone either. Like, I don't. I don't care what anyone does with their body. So it's like whatever you want to do, do. But the fact that like you don't know, vilify Aaron Rodgers for literally anything now, like the the smear campaign of literally anything is so outlandish. It, and that happens to just more than Rodgers. It's just it's just sickening. It's ridiculous. You know? Well, part of the problem there too, Ebo, is is the is local beat writers. It's very heavy leaning one way. And ever since the whole vaccine thing, man, there's been a lot of Rogers bashing, not just nationally, but locally. It's, it's just, um, it's crazy the vitriol for someone that literally just, you know, answers some questions and lives his life. It's, it's, it's insane to me. It's wild. Anyways. And Gavin, I, I hear you, brother. I do. You talk about the Rogers and the posturing. I was talking with Ebo off air and I have kind of a theory on where I think it is. And it, it's pretty much kind of, I think you know where it's at with the posture. I think it probably falls pretty close to that. 
I hear you, Nelly. You had said something to Gavin, uh, your theory of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and this was what we Proceed. discussed kind of off air, what, earlier this week, yeah, where yeah. I told you I was kind of been cooking this while you were on vacation. Yeah. It, it almost feels like there was like an agreement under the table between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers when he was playing well. It's like, all right, we're going to go all in. We're going to try and win in 2020, 2021, 2022, and then we're going to reevaluate. And this looks like the pivot year in the contract where if you're going to make the move, you're going to make the move. And to me, it feels like the organization isn't a hundred percent sold on Jordan love. And they're kind of like, well, you know, 90% of us thinks we should move on. And this is the time in the contract where we had to make that pivot and want to move on. Mm-hmm. But 10% of us is like, I don't know if Jordan love is really the guy that that's going to make us look decent or good. If we do move on from Rogers, because I'm still under the belief that probably this next year and the year after, even if, Jordan Love is a top half quarterback. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the better option if you're looking to win games. Oh, for sure. For the next at least year or two. Mm-hmm. But then I think on the other end, you have you listen to some of Aaron Rodgers' comments and you hear him go back and forth and say some of the kind of the lines that he says to Pat McAfee on that show and you kind of take it in and you're like, well, it feels like Aaron Rodgers was under the impression that he did have a chance to win a Super Bowl these last few years, this next year, not really sure. Again, mm-hmm. if I had to peg them in this window, I think this upcoming year would be the absolute last year that they would have a, a real shot at winning a Super Bowl. And yeah. I don't think those odds are great Yeah, because after this year, you're going to really have to start cutting good players to continue to kick these contracts down the road. Yeah. And it, you're just going to be so much worse than, what you are. So I almost feel like when you hear the comment from Aaron Rodgers saying, Hey, you know, I can still win an MVP and I think I can still win a Super Bowl in the right situation. I think he knows that green Bay is starting to become one of those situations where it's going to get harder and harder to win. Yeah. So maybe he is thinking about moving on and like the New York jets or insert another team is a better situation, but he's not 100% sure either. That's why he's going to do his little darkness retreat or whatever. (laughs) So now you have both opposing parties that are both 90% of the way saying, I think I'm best off going to insert another team and 90% of the way saying we think we're best off with Jordan love, but we're both not a hundred percent sure. And now the posturing comes in where each one is going to say this and going to say that no one wants to be the bad guy. And nobody wants to lose the public perception of the fans because if the Packers all of a sudden come out and say, all right, we're done with Aaron Rodgers," and then love flops. They're the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. If Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, all right, They're I'm done chicken? with the Packers. I can't win a Super Bowl here. I need to change it up. He becomes the Brett Favre that everyone hated. He becomes the one the fans hate. The, the I think he might be already there. And, and the quarterback are both a lot of posturing because neither wants to be the one to force their way off of the other yeah. because of the fans and how it I, is I a, think, a deadlock type thing. I think right now the Packers are winning the PR battle for the most for the majority. But I would go back to what, what Gavin said, and if this COVID and vaccine thing were never a thing, I really don't I really don't think that yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, then, as, is, is as... Uh, and then... 
when they tried to paint Joe Rogan as a big time villain as well, uh, Rogers went he's on not there. A villain, I Rogers went on there, agree. and then all of a sudden people are like, "Well, he's a, he's lining with him now. He's a villain too." It's all one big side. If, if the vaccine stuff never came out or there was no COVID, he wouldn't be the villain here. They would have just came up short. I don't think the PR is on the team side. It's yeah. def- it would definitely be on Rogers, but because of that, now you really are split like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really Which do is sad think for you know, both sides are posturing, even though both sides are probably leading the same way but don't want to be the one to come out and say you know what i think it's time for for a change